Broadcasting from the Wella offices, direct from the Atlanta Tech Village, you're listening to The Incubator, the voice of the Atlanta Tech startup scene. The Incubator is a weekly show featuring Atlanta-based startup founders, influencers, and entrepreneurs. Who they are, what drives them, and how they plan to change the world. Today's show is made possible by Willa, helping you on your financial journey every step of the way. And now, here are today's hosts. Good morning and welcome back to The Incubator. I am your host, Todd Schnick, joined by my friend and colleague, Ashley Staggs. Good morning, Staggs. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. I'm glad to be in Georgia right now after looking (laughs) at pictures of the Northeast. Which is buried under 10 feet of snow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not trying to get down with that. So It's going to be like 60 degrees today. What is that all right. about? That's that going to go so in my wrong. gratitude journal because uh, I'm sick of being cold. Well, you know, I'm taking proactive action on the heat of the right. South. I'm, <laughs> I'm moving far, far away. So, uh, well, this is going to be a really interesting conversation. I'm one of those guys that's a news junkie. I can't get enough. And, and who we're going to be talking about and featuring today uh, on the show, uh, I think is potentially the future of how people are going to understand and get yeah. and consume their news. So really looking forward to, let's say hello to Lewis Gump. He is the CEO of News On. Lewis, welcome to the show. Thank you, Todd. Thank you, Ashley. Mm-hmm. Well, it's good to have you. Thanks for carving out time to join us. I know you're awfully busy as you rapidly grow this uh, this company of yours, uh, Lewis. Before we get into News On, though, take a few quick seconds. Tell us a bit about you and your background. I'll be happy to. You know, of all the things I love to do at work, building strong businesses with great people uh, is, you know, right at the top of the list. And so now I'm CEO of News On, and it's a chance to go do that again. We're a a small, scrappy company, which we'll talk about in a little bit. I had the opportunity to lead a company called LSN Mobile, which had a transaction with Raycom Media back in the fall of 2014. And before that, I spent a combined 12 years at the Weather Channel and then CNN leading their mobile businesses as they grew from, you know, pretty small businesses to ones that that were substantial. That's an awesome background. So tell us what News On is and how did you get started with it? So News On is an app uh, that provides local news nationwide. And the content is from local TV stations. It's video only. And we're available on iPhone, iPad, Android phone, Android tablet, and also Roku connected TVs. And so what you can see then is live broadcasts as well as time-shifted broadcast, and then some short clips uh, from uh, stations that people trust around the U.S. And one of the reasons this is important is because up to now, national news has been, uh, you know, uh, pretty well with the program uh, on phones and tablets and even some of the other emerging devices. However, uh, with local news, it's naturally fragmented because you have an individual station in Chicago or an individual station in Atlanta or New York or Shreveport. But on the other hand, you don't have a way to easily access... Uh, Uh, different ones. Just this past weekend with the snowstorm, uh, I was uh, looking at the news from WSB in Atlanta. Then I would look at WUSA uh, in Washington, D.C., and then WBAL in Baltimore, and then others, uh, including WABC in New York. And you can do that in five minutes and get a great idea of what the heck is going on out there. Dadgummit, Ashley. This is another (laughs) one of those things I said, why why didn't I think of this, right? So, because Lewis, let me just be perfectly frank with you. I haven't watched a local news broadcast in a decade. Mm-hmm. because I don't want to watch it at six o'clock at night. I don't want to have to hunt down an individual website for a local news station. It's just easier to get national news, right? Because that's what most of it served up. But this uh, local news nationwide, I mean, so, because I was thinking when I first heard about you guys, I think, oh, why does the world need another news app? Yes. 
But now I understand the difference here. I mean, I mean, how did you come to this idea? I mean, it's a fascinating idea. Well, well, thank you. Uh, we do believe that there's a big hole in the marketplace for something like this. The reason it doesn't exist yet is because it's really hard to do, right? You have all these different companies that are kind of doing their thing and they're building uh, their own apps in their own marketplace or within companies. But getting all these companies to work well together is, uh, you know, a pretty high mountain to climb. And fortunately, we've been able to bring together some of the largest TV station groups in the country to invest in the business and then contribute their content. So we now have uh, 120 TV stations from 92 markets covering 76% of the U.S. population. And to your point earlier about local TV, that's what attracted me to it. This is great content, but it's an underappreciated asset. It looks, uh, frankly, a lot like uh, stories that I've seen in the past at the Weather Channel and CNN, where we were at the Weather Channel in 2001, uh, where you know the TV network was the big deal and the flagship. And then weather.com was well known, but the mobile business still was nascent. And a few of us said, hey, we think this is going to be big someday. Uh, <laughs> we, we think, uh, and, and not everybody agreed, right? right? The first three years of my time there were convincing people not to turn the lights out. Uh, <laughs> but then it started to work. And when it worked, it worked big time. And now uh, in some respects, the Weather Channel is driven by mobile. And if you look at CNN uh, at the time that our team started working on it, and I say that literally because there were dozens and dozens of people who did it together, you had some something where the TV network worldwide was the big deal and CNN.com was the thing that mattered and that mobile stuff was just off to the side and we said, wait a minute, we don't think it's going to be that way forever and that turned out to be true and in the process, we not only built a strong mobile business but helped to shape the future of the other platforms. And so I was uh, ready to go run a small company. Uh, My observation helped by others who knew the business better than I did was to say, hey, wait a minute, local news hasn't yet tapped into the momentum that we've seen in national news platforms, and we can provide a really great service to consumers. Uh, Which brings me back around to where you started. Uh, Local news has great content from trusted brands, but it's still not always delivered in a way that's convenient for tens of millions of people today. And so we believe the market for our product is at least 50 million people. The layout, and the layout is super, super slick. And I don't know about some of the other local stations, but some of the ones here, their websites are heinous, Um, you know, trying to dig through. It's not a great mobile experience and trying to dig through to find news clips is really difficult. And there's like articles and it's just a big old mess. This is all video and it's snackable and you can watch what you want to watch. Talk about some of those features because we looked at it at the top of the show and it's really, really impressive. Well, and the app just launched in November, yeah? That's right. So we're uh, about two months in, uh, growing rapidly, we're pleased to say, but still uh, eager to grow more. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, to your point about the local TV stations, there's a pretty wide range of the quality of those products today. Some of them are really strong. Some of them are still coming along. Uh, But on the other hand, we knew exactly what we wanted to do. And so we had the luxury saying, we want uh, to be just a video product, which taps in, frankly, to the strength Mm -hmm. of these TV stations, which have been doing business with video since the first day they went on the air. Right. (laughs) Um, And then what we said is we think it needs to be uh, super easy to use, really fast, and to the best of our ability, we want to do this not only so that it technically works, but also so that it answers uh, a customer request, which is give me the news 
not only for where I live, but also other places around the U.S. So you can imagine using this not only in your home market, but also if you're traveling and you're flying into LaGuardia and you want to know if traffic is snarled uh, mm -hmm. in Manhattan, you can take a look at that. If there's breaking news uh, anywhere around the U.S. where we have a station, you can do that. And so we just uh, we said we want to build a really great product that people love. I'll tell you a little story. Last spring, uh, the investors had gotten together. I, I can't claim to have started the business, by the way. Uh, the board got together. Uh, they uh, formed the venture. We started talking, uh, you know, what they wanted to do. I totally believe in. I think it is great. And I said, I want to go do that. Yeah. Right. But the next thing was, I want to go do that with a bunch of people who are great to work with and are among the best in the world. And so we've hired several people who are among the best in the world at what they do. And our board members really get it. Right. So, uh, you know, in answer to your question, one of the ways that we've gone about this is by finding people who are among the best in the world at what they do and then assembling them through a combination of full time team members and board members and contractors into a group of people that is going to be, um, you know, thinking like a big company, but acting like a little one. <laughs> right. Well, walk the audience through how the app actually works. Now, I, Ashley, how many how many startups have we talked to where they're in beta mode and they have two samples. Right. We're talking about 120 stations and growing, but, but walk the audience through how this thing actually works. So uh, let's imagine that you go to, you know, the app store or Google play or the Roku uh, channel selector. Uh, what you'll find, and I'll, I'll actually use a mobile device primarily here uh, as an example. So you go in the app store, you download the app, it's uh, news on all one word, and then the app will come up. And the first thing uh, you'll see is some pop-ups that say, hey, can we use your location? And, and here's our privacy policy and that sort of thing. But once you get through that, you immediately go to the content for the nearest station. If you don't put in a location, then we'll serve up one uh, that more or less comes up at random, but then we give you a chance uh, to choose at this stage. And then you go right into the broadcast. So the, the concept there was to have the shortest possible gap between mm -hmm. app startup and live video playing lightning fast. And then the next thing you can do within the app is you say, hey, I'm in the sports section, but I really care about that snowstorm. There's a little scrubber, what we call a scrubber, but it just lets you move back and forth in the broadcast. So you can go within a 30-minute or hour broadcast to the thing that interests you most with little thumbnails at the bottom so you see the pictures and you get a sense of what's up. That's what I liked about it was that it's not YouTube drives me crazy because you're just kind of guessing at the time. So you're dragging the slider going three minutes, maybe four minutes in, and then this, you can actually see what you're scrolling through. So, you know, you know, what's her face is off of the weather. And now you see, you recognize your sports reporter or something. Well, when he pulled it up for me, he, uh, he, there was a national map and I said, Chicago, he tapped on it, tapped again. And all of a sudden I'm looking at a weather report yeah. for Chicago. And yes, actually it was cold, <laughs> but it was pretty awesome. All right. Lewis Staggs and I will return after this short break. We'll be right back. This is Wes Moss, former host of Atlanta Tech Edge on NBC in Atlanta. I'm here today, though, to talk to you about my new digital financial advisory firm, Wella. Wella is an old English word that means wealth. Several years ago, my team realized there were too many people who needed help with their financial strategy, but couldn't get the help they needed because they didn't reach the high investment minimums of many financial advisory firms. 
To answer this need, we developed Wella, a digital platform that allows us to help people just like you get free financial advice and tools to better manage their finances. We also offer online investing and the ability to work with your own investment advisor with no minimums. Learn more at yourwella.com. That's Y-O-U-R-W-E-L-A.com. All right. And we're back with Lewis Gump, CEO of News On. Lewis, I'm interested, how has the TV industry evolved and and what kind of impact has that had on viewership, particularly with local news? Well, there's been tremendous evolution. I think one of the the headlines for local news is that the the interest and usage uh, are both still very strong. However, uh, the places where that happens uh, have expanded, right? That's a core Mm -hmm. truth. For TV overall, what you're seeing uh, is that more and more people are uh, watching video on more and more devices. In fact, I would argue that the definition of TV is changing. Uh, At one point, uh, when you heard TV, you'd think a big rectangular, you know, piece of electronic equipment in a living room or a restaurant. Mm -hmm. And now when I think of TV, I think of streaming video on some device somewhere. Right. So I think that that's one of the fundamental changes. Another one is uh, time shifting. It used to be that you got, uh, you know, some number of channels. A long time ago, it was just a few. More recently, it's a lot. Uh, but then you'd get them in one package delivered at the time that kind of the central office wanted to deliver those to you. And sometimes that works. I mean, broadcast is fine for certain use cases. But what we're finding is personalization matters a lot. Individual timeframes matter a lot. If you give people content when they want it uh, and you give them the options to watch what they want, uh, anything from local news to Golden Girls, then, uh, you know, uh, uh, people are going to watch it more. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, with local news, uh, you know, if, if we're going to be candid, there is a perception among some that local news is for people who've been watching local news for decades already. And what we're finding, however, with our research, that's not at all the case. Interest uh, in local news is very strong in all demographic groups, at least starting at about age 25. You may be kind of light from 18 to 24, but once you start at age 25 and up, it's very strong and it doesn't skew particularly male or female, although there may be a little bit uh, more in certain age brackets with women who are considered to be nurturers. So if you Mm -hmm. get into the, the people who are consuming this stuff, even the definition of nurturers is different than you might expect. It's not just moms who have kids. It's also sisters, cousins, uncles, aunts, parents in places around the U.S. And so uh, what you find then is that local news is providing information that matters to a lot of people in a lot of places. And at News On, we're trying to tap into that interest. Well, it's just never been easy, right? I mean, if you want to, if I care about New York and Chicago and L.A., well, then I have to download three apps to get access to local news there. I don't have to do that anymore. And that's the beauty of news on. I mean, and to answer your other, or to comment on your other uh, point there was in the last three months, everything I have watched in terms of movies and binged on, on Netflix has been on this iPhone, right? Except for Star Wars, which I saw. <laughs> <laughs> but that's where people are watching now, right? Yeah. And that's, that's the whole point. So walk me through the technology behind this, right? I imagine when 3G was prevalent, this might not work that well. But as technology continues to improve, this becomes easier and easier. And downloading video and watching live streaming video is very simple now. Well, you're onto something. Timing matters. When our uh, team at the Weather Channel was building our initial apps, the apps were mostly oriented around data with a little bit of storytelling in text. And we did some video, and it was interesting video, but if you tried to stream video on a, you know, a 3G device, 
where you had even a halfway decent signal, it was still very choppy, uh, pixelated, and that sort of thing. Now, with the quality of the networks and the quality of the devices, and, and uh, you know, iPhones and Androids being prototypical uh, of that, uh, you can get a really great experience. But still, the quality of the experience is only as good as the technology behind it. And so, you know, our team, speaking broadly, because we've had multiple people involved in this, our team found uh, a uh, supplier that had been working on video in Europe for years and had really gotten out in front of the marketplace in terms of the quality of screaming fast video. And we knew that's what we wanted. And so we're working with that supplier with our platform. Uh, and then we, uh, you know, we have pretty significant product expertise. So we're directing the evolution of the product using their technology platform. Uh, furthermore, uh, we're tapping into the expertise of people at TV stations around the U.S. to get both the content and the ads uh, done really well. So the net of it is we're trying to have just a completely seamless experience and we're even, uh, you know, in, in a place where a lot of us see high-quality video on uh, mobile devices, uh, it still goes super fast. And when you're talking about Roku on a connected TV, uh, you know, it's just as good as a regular TV, but it's on demand. It goes beyond just tapping into your local news and somebody else's local news. You have a piece of this that's also curation, right? Can we so talk to us about that a little bit? We know um, that different people want different things in a news experience. In fact, I have a longstanding rule. It's probably ten years old now that the number one rule of mobile is to start first with the assumption that uh, mobile is different and then work backwards into the similarities. Don't start with the assumption that every platform is the same. And one of the ways we need to acknowledge that uh, some of these digital platforms are different is that users often want a clip of a minute or two minutes as opposed to watching the whole broadcast. And so we want to give people a choice. Uh, and so we have two different buckets of clips. One of them is the one you referred to where we're taking uh, short clips from TV stations around the U.S., and we're putting them into buckets like the 2016 elections, which is a perfect topic for this year, or weather news, because there's a lot of weather news, especially right now, or some of these viral clips. We have uh, something that's called uplifting, which you just go in there and it makes you smile. And I got to tell you, not everything in local news is something that's uplifting. Yeah. So it's kind of a, a place to, to uh, rest your mind, even as you're connecting with the community. The second bucket of clips we have, which we actually didn't look at before, is a lot of our stations have a station branded set of clips. So if you want to go into ABC7 in New York, you can see a lot of stories that are New York based and you can browse them to see what's interesting to you. So we're trying to give people uh, lots of choice. That's really cool. That is very, very cool. And I, it just made me realize that something even more exciting about this is I'm sick and damn tired of listening to the national pundits on this presidential right. election. <laughs> Can I go to a Des Moines station and get local news in Iowa? So uh, we ought to uh, bring you on board as, as part of our programming <laughs> team. Uh, just last night, uh, I was uh, trading notes with some folks about the Iowa caucuses next week. One of the stations in our app, and this is a little bit of a spoiler alert, by the way, uh, one of the stations in our app is KCCI in Des Moines. And uh, they are a perfect case of our ability to bring local coverage, the, the people who know that market better than anybody else, to a national audience. So, uh, you know, without saying too much, you can expect to see a pretty prominent placement of, of their coverage awesome. on caucus night. That's very cool. Well, you know, what's neat about that, too, is that 
the national news tends to be either right or left. There's not, uh, opinion has kind of leaked into it's it. It's more entertainment now than yeah, it is news, yeah. in my view. And it's really, you know, you got to kind of pick and choose what you feel like hearing, you know, who you want to listen to that night who won't annoy you. Um, and local news really hasn't shifted from this unbiased approach. So something like the Iowa caucuses, hearing about that from the local news anchors, I think would be a little more balanced than, you know, having to decipher what's true and what's not coming out of the national networks. No, that's a great point. I'm also thinking that when the national news tips me off on a local story, that I need to go to news on and go to the local coverage right. of that. Yeah. That's, that's a Definitely. cool idea. So to use your language, uh, Lewis, uh, you said you have a small scrappy team doing something really hard to do. So tell us about your team. How, how is that? How have you built it? Uh, and are you hiring? Are you looking for more talent? Yes. And uh, happy to share a little bit more on how we built it. So you know, uh, at this point, I've had a chance to work with a bunch of talented people in virtually every functional area, and you get a sense of what works, both uh, individually and also as a group. And we have three core principles within the company. The first one is do the right thing. Uh, the second one is serve our customers. And the third one is move forward. Uh, and I have a little stump speech, which, you know, I'll, I, I won't bore you with now. Uh, <laughs> but on the other hand, we're looking for people who get that. If there's somebody who's just doing this as a job or somebody who doesn't know how to play well in the sandbox, uh, you know, uh, I hope they have a really happy career, but not with us, mm -hmm. right? We want to have people who are dedicated to world-class products, who know how to work well together uh, and understand that uh, no one person is any more important than any other person as we pull this off right? Uh, uh, we've got a guy who's head of product uh, named Craig Kirkland. Uh, we met uh, each other when we were serving on a board a few years ago. Uh, he came to work with us at CNN out of Altel, which was a wireless carrier. And he's one of the best, you know, digital product execs in the world. Uh, we have several other people who have equally impressive backgrounds in their own rights. And then, you know, something that I, I really want to call out here is our board has been tremendous. And that was one of the things that I was looking at uh, when coming on, on uh, to News On, because I knew that for me at this stage, while uh, I love the idea of a, a couple of people in a garage starting up something super cool. Uh, I mean, that's fantastic. It's, you know, you see people have really pulled it off. I wanted to go in and make sure that we had strategic backers with great content because for a venture like this, for a venture like this, you've got to have commitment and you've got to have uh, people within uh, the station groups who aren't just saying, yeah, we heard of that news on thing. Maybe we'll do it someday. But rather they say, we're invested, we're committing, and this is important. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's how we kind of gathered our constellation of people together. Did I miss any part of your question? Are you looking for talent now? Uh, yes. In fact, we're looking for a VP of marketing today. And I'll tell you a little story on that. We posted a marketing manager position. This is kind of a note to anybody who is, is hiring, and it goes back to figuring out the right person for the right place. I, I got some advice from somebody in the industry a while back, uh, which was uh, basically to hire slowly. Make mm -hmm. sure you get it right. And as I looked at the resumes for the marketing manager, I realized, you know, these are really talented people, but most of the people who are applying were more qualified for a good marketing manager position within a larger company. We needed a single person who had kind of been there, done that, and had a huge wingspan. And so we agreed to change it to VP marketing. And uh, I've talked with three candidates in the last week, all of whom are very strong. And we're going to see some more before uh, we decide, but we're hoping to get another rock star in. That's awesome. So are you, is your entire team in Atlanta and are you trying to, you know, move around? I would imagine with all these stations, you got to kind of have some representation 
all over either that or you're just traveling so much you're never home. <laughs> <laughs> well, our, our full-time team is here. Okay. Uh, but on the other hand, we work with all the station groups and quite a few of the individual stations. And so we uh, we, we try to have pretty good communication uh, with these groups. And then we'll tend to have meetings, you know, in a place where there's a conference or we'll have a, a roadshow here and there. But by and large, we're based here in Atlanta. So why are you based here in Atlanta? Is there a reason? Yes. Um, and I don't get asked that question all the time, uh, but I'll share with you, there was some discussion about where to put the company and uh, it could have gone to New York, possibly could have gone to LA or other places. I live in Atlanta by choice. And at this point, uh, I know the landscape pretty well. And so when we were talking about it, my comment to the, to the group uh, uh, as we were considering options was, hey, I think we have some of the best talent in the world in Atlanta. And I think we can build this company uh, as well here as any place else. And the quality of life is very high. And so, you know, you know, I get phone calls from New York and other places every now and again, as do other people. Uh, but I just said, uh, all things uh, equal, I think we can build uh, a company that's at least as strong and a bunch of us like living here. So let's go build it here. And it worked. Yeah, that sounds good. You also mentioned investors. Are you still trying to raise money? Have you got everything you need? Tell us about that. Through December, we were trying to raise money. And then uh, when uh, Sinclair came on board as our last investor, we actually uh, don't intend to raise money for a while. It's possible at some point in the future we will. You know, some people have compared uh, us in the local news space to Hulu uh, in, in that mm-hmm. space. So some people call us the Hulu of local news. And, you know, to reach that scale, we'll certainly need additional investment at some point. But right now we're thankfully, uh, and I do not take it for granted, thankfully in very good shape. So what's next for News On? What's what's exciting you? What's coming down the pike that you're super jazzed about? Yeah, so there are a few things on the product side that I'm really excited about, but I can't talk about, mm. <laughs> unfortunately. So I, I want to apologize for that. But it, uh, there uh, is one thing in particular that's taking up probably... Uh, I don't know, a third, a half of my time right now, and that's growth of the user base. Our app has a lot of well-known brands, but the News On brand isn't well-known. We're in the marketplace for two months. We're increasingly well-known within the broadcast industry. In fact, I'll tell you another little story. I heard the other day, and I'm, I'm not going to name the network, but I heard the other day that one of the large national news and information networks uh, has people in their newsroom using News On to track what's happening around the country. That's awesome. <laughs> Isn't that cool? Yeah, that's that's very cool. So we're a service not only to consumers, but also to news organizations yeah. to see what's going on when it's happening. Now, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but what I'd like to see is that, you know, some very significant influencers uh, around the country know about News On, learn about News On, say, hey, this is pretty useful to me, and they tell everybody they know. Uh, because the biggest thing we need now that we've got a good product in the marketplace, we've got good investors in place, we've got great content in, we just need to build the user base. And so we'll be doing a lot of things related to that. I hope we'll have one or two uh, kind of interesting uh, contests or participatory mm-hmm. social initiatives later this year. So stay tuned on those. Well, in terms of uh, growing the user user base, a uh, quick note that we failed to mention in discussing the app is that there are built-in share tools so that it's, when you're viewing a specific story, you can share it. And all, I imagine all the major social networks, it takes you to directly to the story you're referencing. It's not going to make you listen to the whole six o'clock news. I was uh, talking the other day with somebody I know who has uh, started a company here locally. And turned out he had been on WSB at in the six o'clock broadcast the night before. And he didn't know about our app. And I was just at a you know, uh, a family uh, event with a bunch of families. And uh, uh, we were talking about, he said, can I see uh, our 
clip on WSB? I said, I don't know. Let's go look. And so we found the broadcast. We went through. He saw the thumbnail. He went right there and, and his, his jaw dropped, right? <laughs> um, and so, uh, yes. Yeah, yes. very And then cool. he could just share it on his network, which is, you know, that's kind of neat. That's very cool. Uh, and I should say, in the interest of full disclosure, we keep the clips only for 48 hours. Understood. So yeah. we, we don't, uh, you know, archive them forever. But within 48 hours, you can go back and look. No, that makes typically. a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And, and what's the long, long-term growth plan? I mean, will there come a day when I can check out news in London? Also a great question. There are a few different ways we could expand. We can expand geographically. We can expand in terms of content. But today, we're just focused on doing mm-hmm. local news in the U.S. and trying to be a reference app. In fact, on my phone, as, as a reminder of what we should be if we achieve our potential, I've stacked up four apps in a row. Uh, the first one is ESPN <laughs> because I love tracking sports and, you know, they're uh, arguably the best-known brand there. I have uh, the Weather Channel, I have CNN, and I have News On. And so if we do this well, there's a national source for news, yeah. weather, uh, sports, and then there's a local news source, and, and everybody says, hey, of course, news on, you got to have it. That makes uh, sense. I th- suspect someday that'll be the four pillars of how you get news. Mm-hmm. I think that's uh, great stuff. So, Lewis, uh, running low on time, as you know, uh, Wella makes the incubator possible, so it's time for the Wella question of the week. So, let me ask you, what's the best piece of financial advice you have ever received or given? All right. So uh, there are a lot of them. Uh, however, I'm, I'm going to pass over two and get to one, which is a little less obvious. Uh, one of the best is cash is king, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. deserves a whole seminar. Uh, <laughs> the next one is always contribute to the 401k. You know, retirement seems a long way off, but uh, then uh, all of a sudden you wake up and if you've done that for a while, you'll see that you have something you're glad to have. Uh, but the, the best piece of advice I got was from a friend in college as we were doing some sort of budgeting exercise for a project that probably had a budget of $100 on it. And he said, no matter what you do, make sure to leave a miscellaneous line Mm. because you can never predict everything that's going to happen. So that's one of my favorite pieces of advice that I I haven't heard a lot. Always recognize that you can't predict everything that's going to happen and then prepare for that. And I can assure you at News On, we're doing that. That's that's actually... One that's yeah. not been mentioned. If you could just tell like all my former bosses that in, <laughs> in marketing, I'm like, something's going to come up. Just let me put in the other category. The other. Yeah. <laughs> Miscellaneous. Yes, yes, yes. Well, great advice, Lewis. And again, that was the well, a question of the week. So Lewis, out of time now, before we let you go, how can people contact you? Should they have questions and where can they learn more about News On? Great. Thanks. They can go to our website, newson.us, and they can also reach me. Uh, My email address is lgump at uh, newson.us or on LinkedIn. And they can download the app in all the usual places? Uh, Download the app in all the usual places. And, uh, you know, anybody who thinks this sounds really interesting, we'd love to have you as part of our, uh, you know, enthusiastic user group, not only as a viewer, but also as a person who helps us create this with ideas. Outstanding. Lewis Gump, the CEO of NewsOn. Great to have you. Thanks for joining us and good luck to you. Thank you very much. All right. That's all the time we have for today. Again, on behalf of our guest, Lewis Gump, my co-host, Ashley Staggs, I am Todd Schnick. We'll see you next week on The Incubator. You've been listening to The Incubator, recorded from the Wella offices, direct from the Atlanta Tech Village. This broadcast is a partnership between the Intrepid Now Media Network and Hypopotamus, and made possible by Wella, helping you on your financial journey every step of the way. The Incubator is directed by Andrea Risk and produced by Floyd Fischel. 
You can find The Incubator on iTunes. And leaving a rating and review on iTunes will be appreciated by all. Again, you've been listening to The Incubator. The show will return next week. We'll see you then.